Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Welcome to Wheelman of Genius. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Wheelman of Genius. It is episode 45. It's Wednesday. It's the week between where we raised Kansas and Bristol. Uh, came off a double duty weekend at Kansas. Didn't end the best. Felt like we had speed in, in both races. We we're running fifth. Played some really, really good strategy in the truck race to get track tradition. Got fifth. We're up there in fifth, like three to go, right out of gas. Sucky deal, but huge thank you to all those guys. And I'm excited to be back in the truck this weekend at Bristol, pulling double duty again. The Xfinity car, we had some kind of fuel issue um, into stage one. Lost fuel pressure, had to pull off. But we were running right there, top 20 uh, into stage one. Felt like we had a good car there as well. Uh, if we could have worked on a little bit, might've been a little bit better than the rain came. Never really got a chance to try to get our position back. So, uh, yeah, that sucked, but, uh, you'll have those weekends. Like I said, it was a good weekend. I mean, we had good speed, just stuff didn't, the cars didn't fall our way. So, uh, that is what it is going on to Bristol this week, which is a place I really, really like. Got Alka Seltzer back on the car, which is exciting. Running the 44 truck again. Same truck I ran at Kansas, so it should be good. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's what I got for now. The schedule just came out today for 2023, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. Uh, yeah, Matt, thoughts on the weekend? No, just keep going. I'll just I'll just keep sitting here. And no, yeah, dude. Mess around. Solo on this podcast. I mean, you might as well be. I'm not much of a help these days. I mean, you were there Sunday. I mean, I feel like the cup race Sunday. I mean, I was there all weekend. The, yeah, the cup race I was there Sunday all weekend. Been, the cup race Sunday. I was, I was the there all weekend. Race. Shut the hell up. The cup race Sunday might have been one of the best cup races I've ever watched in my existence. Yeah, so I don't know. I felt I, this weekend, I fell in love with Kansas Speedway. Like It's a great racetrack, dude. It's so it's not one you look at on the on the schedule and you're like, you circle that race. Yeah. Kansas fucks. Kansas is getting that way. Yeah. Like Kansas, I feel like the the surface is wearing out a little bit, especially when we go on a weekend that's kind of hotter, like it was this week. Uh dude, I was crazy free in the Xfinity car in the truck too. Like I've never been sliding really. I feel like I was in Atlanta, like how much I was sliding. But yeah. uh no, it was cool. Like I always got multiple lanes, can make stuff work, throw slide jobs. It's a, it's a hell of a place. They got the I mean, casino. I, I stopped over there, but like, just like everything food wise, it's really cool. Uh, the power and light district is pretty cool down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone went to what it seemed like a uh, baseball game. So, I mean, it was. Yep. Uh, yeah, I went to a Royals game. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, you're a lifetime Royals fan now. Dude, I was honestly like, I might have got, I got so lucky for my first baseball game. Uh, they're down one. Uh, who are they playing? The Guardians bring in their last pitcher. He blew it so bad, dude. Like, it was crazy how bad he blew it. Like, Walked two guys, bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. Dude hits a pop fly, but it's high enough. The guy catches it like high and far enough. The guy catches it. Dude tags up, runs, walk off. It's pretty sick, actually. 
the whole place was going crazy, or at least the people that were still there, because like everybody thought that we just lost. Like they were like, oh, it's over. We got a sweet ass Royals jersey and a sweet ass Royals chain. Uh, yeah, where's the chain? You said you're gonna put it up. Hold on. Uh, so now, now we're just gonna sit here while you get up and walk away. Well, you you're live on Twitch right now, dude. Well, no, we're yeah, not live on listen- Twitch. Oh well, we were. We're thinking we were. about going live. We're thinking about doing these live, especially whenever we're doing Zoom, because it's pretty easy. So, uh, let us know what y'all think about that. Uh, yes. Comment on the Twitter swipe up on the on the comments. Episode. Well, like on, on whenever I post the episode on Twitter, like comment on there. Like I think we should do that more often, and we'll start letting you guys know when we're doing it. We're just gonna roll with it and not tell anybody we're going live. But I guess Matt's shut that off now. So I can't. I can't get it figured out. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. I mean, I feel like Eventually. it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. Like twelve-year-old kids twitch Fortnite all the time, so it can't be that tough. And they probably look way cooler doing it than us doing this podcast. So, hundred percent. But they are tech savvy, them boys. Yeah, yeah I, I remember a time where I was like the most tech savvy person in my family, and now yeah. you could like unplug the router and plug it back in, and y'all had Wi-Fi. Yeah, I can make the the TV language go from uh, Spanish to English. It was real cool. Yeah, like I remember those days too. Like being young, like you're just like you're a genius. They're like, what's going on? Especially like you go to your grandparents' house, dude. Like it's over. You're Albert Einstein over there when it comes right. to like the DVD player. <laughs> but um, no, I love Kansas, man. Like especially this time of year, like the weather is pretty decent. It's not boiling hot. Yeah. It was pretty hot Friday, dude. It was weird how hot it was Friday and then how cold it was Saturday. It was was chilly Saturday. It was a pretty quick little turnaround. Racing is always good there. I didn't really catch that much of the truck race because I was off doing uh, some other stuff, but the the Xfinity race was top tier. Really? I, mean, I didn't get to watch any of it. I mean, there's three, four, five wide. You know, yeah. But I yeah, feel like it always is there. For your aspect, that's a real kick in the dick after clawing back up in the top 30. And I know, dude. You're outside well, the top 30 again. It's crazy. Like, if we would have just finished where we were running, we'd be so far above the line. Because we're running 18th, 19th, 20th, that group of cars. And we could have made some changes there on that next stop that would have made us a lot better. But we're like two points out of 30th now. If the, I don't even know for two points. Might it's a be damn, one point. It's a damn dog fight down there. And we finished 35th because we ran out of gas or had a fuel pump issue, whatever. We changed fuel pumps this week. But uh, we would have been like, I don't know, 15, 16 to the good, like kind of chilling going into this weekend. Nope. It's a roller coaster, man. But uh, looking forward to this week, Bristol, one of my favorite racetracks, but one of my least favorite surrounding parts of the racetrack. Yeah, that's what sucks. I mean, that's it's worse than Martinsville. And I was going to say Martinsville is like one of my favorite tracks, but it's just like the area around it kind of sucks. Oh, God, we're frozen. We are. Or your or your face is frozen. I can still hear you fine. That's okay. I'm only pulling the audio anyway. Oh. Oh, he's gone. Hopefully he'll get back in here soon. I'll just keep talking. But yeah, like what Matt's saying about like the surrounding area, like there's not if you've never been to Bristol, like there's literally nothing out there. Like it's kind of middle of nowhere. But then again, a lot of tracks are like think about a Talladega or a New Hampshire or Martinsville's out there, but not bad. Texas Motor Speedway used to be out there, but they've built up so much around it. We've gone on about the the Waterburger in and out debate. Those are right across the street. Um, they got an outlet mall, Bucky's, dude, like whatever you want. It's kind of cool. Kansas, I feel like used to be out there too, but now they got a mall, Great Wolf Lodge, like all the good stuff. So. Yeah, like Matt was saying, like one of the favorite racetracks, and I have to tag on to that too. Uh, easily one of my favorite racetracks. And I feel like 
we haven't had the results to show it, but I feel like it's one of my better racetracks. It seems like something always goes wrong when we go to Bristol, like running 12th in the 74 car from Mike Harmon and truck arm snap in half. Or like last year we went there and I drove from 39th to 20th in stage one. Lost brakes. I think Matt's back. I'm back. Good deal. With the vengeance. I was struggling to keep this going by myself. I feel like I was just talking myself in circles. I mean, it could be. Yeah. But Bristol, great racetrack. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of stuff going on around it. No, yeah, that's what I was talking about. But I mean, uh, they really had the potential to build around it. Like, like I was saying, Texas Motor Speedway used to be like that. He took his headphones off. Now he can't even hear me. This guy's off his rocker tonight. But... I guess speaking of racetracks, we could get into the new schedule side of things. Uh, got eight road courses on the Xfinity schedule, which is kind of wild. I mean, that's it's a quarter like a, of the that's, yeah, that's a thirty a quarter of the races. It's a quarter. There's thirty three races, eight of them, a little less than a quarter. I'd say twenty four point five percent of the races. Wild, but. Yeah, and it's weird seeing it get to that point. I'm happy we're going to Sonoma, and I'm kind of happy we're going to Chicago, too, just because, like, if it sucks and it never happens again, I can say I was there doing it. Well, it's a bummer that there's no Road America. There is. Is there? An Xfinity? Xfinity, Xfinity, we got, as far as road courses, we got Coda, Coda the Roval, Chicago, Portland, Sonoma, uh, Watkins Glen, Indy Road Course, and I'm forgetting the last one. Where? What other obscure road course do we go to? Where have we been this year? Roval. I'm pretty sure I said the Roval. Anyway, how about Milwaukee coming back on the schedule for trucks? That's cool. I'm jealous. Trucks are going to Milwaukee. Trucks are going to North Wilkesboro. Yeah, they got uh, Milwaukee, Wilkesboro, IRP, dude. Like, they're figuring it out. They have the figured out. Oh man, actually, I just remembered this. How have we been racing NASCAR on dirt for? What would you say? How long have we been doing it? When was the first Brentford Eldora truck race? Twenty fourteen. That sounds about right. Been doing it for seven, eight years, maybe. Xfinity still hasn't gone to a single you're, you're so butthurt about that. I am. I'm the most butthurt you could be about that. Why not? Is why? Like, I, that's all I ask is why the hell don't we? Like that would be, it would blow all of the other races out of the water. It'd be the best race. The trucks don't have the RPM, don't have the horsepower to make it good. The cars like just aren't really made for it the cup cars, the Xfinity cars, man, like they're already sliding around like the asphalt track. Anyway, it'd be perfect. You got the short truck on the left side. You can play with that. Get that thing hiked over on, get it over on the bars, like a dirt lay model. It'd be sick. It'd be perfect. And yet here we are racing. Asphalt You'll have to wait another day. season. And I'll have to wait as many seasons as there will ever be, because I don't think they'll ever do it. And I don't know if it's the Xfinity team owners. Like, I don't want to do that. But like, who cares what they say? Who cares? Do it anyway. I mean, you could argue like, oh, everything gets dirty. But like, we went to Portland and it rained. I've never seen a dirtier race car in my life. And I've gone to some of the truck dirt races. Not even, couldn't hold a candle to how dirty this, this thing. You couldn't even see out the quarter windows anymore. You could barely see out the rear window, like, it looked like I went through a mud bog at Portland and I didn't even run off the track ever. So well, you, you did. Well, I got ran off the track in the end, I guess, but like, yeah, but before that, like, it's not like I like went Baja on through any puddles. I just kind of spun out in there and then right back on the racetrack. Yeah. And then swiftly back off again. Uh, but then I stopped, but, uh, just, uh, so, are we ready? Are we all ready for me to complain about the the schedule? Do y'all have any off weeks? One. 
Just one. We get one. five. You get five. Cup gets like or trucks get like eight. We get one. Hell, they probably get a lot more than that. I think they get like ten from Daytona to Phoenix. Yeah, we get one. And I love complaining about my job. So I'm going to sit here and complain that, you know, we get one off week in a 38 week season. How preposterous is that? That is kind of crazy, dude. Like, like just saying it sounds ludicrous. Well, I mean, we, what do y'all have? 36 races, 36 point paying races to non points paying races. So y'all's first weekend Daytona. No, our so first weekend. Well, no, 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 I'm saying I'm I'm trying to think of in a row, like races in a row, like per week. Uh, so well, so uh, I guess we go, have 37 actually in yeah, a row. We, we go, yeah, we go to the Clash, not the Clash. If we're not off. counting the Clash. Yeah, Clash week off. Then you have duels on Thursday, and then you're going all the way. Through to June. Yeah, because like we have a 14 week stretch. I'm trying to think of what y'all stretch is. If there's 37, that's like what 17, 18, no, 18 and 19 weekends straight. Yeah. So how cool is that? Rough. You guys want to does everybody want to come work in NASCAR? You have no weekends off. You work during the week. You you're lucky to get one day off during the week. So all the couch racers can sit here and complain all they want about everything. Come work six days a week for, I don't know, 18, 19 weeks straight. Now there's going to be one hardo, one or two hardos that listen to this podcast and go, I put in 12 hours a day, 365. This guy just sounds like a privileged little bitch. I don't care. You're the backbone of America. It is tough. We need to condense the schedule to 20 to 25 weeks. There's no way. I know, but I'm just going to say it. There's no way you can do it. Because we get absolutely ethered in the ratings every single Sunday we go up against NASCAR or NASCAR. The every, NFL. The NFL. Yeah. Like we're on USA why. Network. Yeah. I don't understand why we've been doing a IndyCar like over like the exact same time as IndyCar races. Like I want to watch both. Like, right. It's just, but they can't, they can't do it Sunday night. I think IndyCar, IndyCar is talking about moving their schedule up and condensing to be done at the end of like August. Really? Yeah. So they won't even be going against football at all. They're trying not to because they, they only get a million people watching a week. They said that yeah. for the finale, for one of the best finales, like championship points wise, Got like a half a million people watching on network. Half a million? That's it. Really? I mean, I know, a, I know normally truck, like that's like that's about truck series level, a little bit higher than truck series level. Yeah. I like it's crazy to me how like US viewership of motorsports is like that. Like IndyCar racing, I think it's good. Like I love watching IndyCar when I can. Uh but like it, even like the an Xfinity series race, which to be honest, the Xfinity series race, when it comes on on the weekend, trumps any other race that weekend, in my honest opinion. But like, it's like always cup series, then Xfinity and F1 kind of like are tied usually like around like give or take a couple hundred thousand people. And then, uh, any car, then trucks, then like Arca or something. Yeah. It's it's just just crazy to me. It's crazy to me, like how many more viewers Cup Series the Cup Series gets. But I guess to the outsider, they probably don't see the parity that we see, like between the Cup Series and Xfinity Series. Like, especially last year when the cars were the same, dude. Like, it's like the same thing, it's just yeah. different people. Well, how about back in the day when Arca, Xfinity, and Cup all raced the same car? Yeah, exactly. I mean, literally, and that makes it even harder because that that to me makes it where why would you watch the Arc or the Xfinity race? That right. that makes sense. But now they're completely different. It's completely different styles of racing. So not only are the people different, but the cars are different. Like everything's different. Yeah, it's just crazy. Am I am I for or against the schedule? I 
doesn't really, doesn't bother me. I'm going to be the traveling. Fact you know, yeah, one off week sucks. Well, we used to get Easter weekend off, but now that they've put that's Bristol Dirt's home, like we can't. They're they're not willing to move that because everyone's going to be sitting at home with their yeah. families, My, just minus us. Yeah. So you know, fuck us for well, working I mean, in the sport. The yeah. NBA, the NBA plays on Christmas, dude. Yeah, the NFL they all, plays on Thanksgiving. Right, but they all the NFL is an eighteen week season, and I want to say the NBA they only play eighty games across the span of like four months. Yeah, I guess I get that, but we're racing. But still, like, fe- we're racing February to November. It's more like October, really. It's the first weekend of November. Well, November just sounds better. It it makes for a better. It makes people well, feel worse for you. Correct. It makes you. It makes people feel bad for you. I know what yep. you're saying. Smell what you're stepping in there. Uh, yeah, I don't. I like the schedule. I'm. I'm excited to see how the Xfinity car does on the street course. Probably That's terrible. Interesting. I don't know because I was watching some. I watched a a Pinty's race at Toronto, which looked sick, honestly. And I think Xfinity will race similar. I just hope it's wider than what it was in iRacing. That course. I, I doubt it because you're working off of normal city streets. Yeah, but like, there's some areas on iRacing where that track is narrow. I think... Like Nashville, other side of the bridge, narrow. What makes me sad, though, is with all this hype about North Wilkesboro is that the fairgrounds got kicked to the curb and now nothing is going to happen there. And I think of the tracks that should have came back, it should have been Nashville compared to North. They already have a track near Nashville. They already have a track near North Wilkesboro. Not as close to North Wilkesboro as Charlotte's not as close to North Wilkesboro as Nashville super speedway is to Nashville. It's probably pretty close. No. Um, uh, it's within, like an hour and a half from Charlotte and from the city center of Nashville to the racetrack out in Lebanon, probably pretty similar. It's probably an hour. Okay. Well, if you're going from the city center of Charlotte to North Wilkesboro, it's probably closer to two hours. No, you if you just, want to get technical. I mean, no, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, technically speaking, the fairgrounds is in the middle of, of Nashville where Charlotte motor speedway is out in Concord. Yeah, no, I get that. No, I think it's that's in. No, it's not on the other. It's on the other side of four eighty five. So yeah, it's not. So, it's not quite Charlotte. So you can suck on that. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I don't know. I'm just I, saying. This, of the two racetracks, I would have preferred the other one. I it seems like everybody else wanted North Wilkesboro. And congratulations, you got it, and it's here, and everyone can just Wilkesboro be so happy easier. for two years, and then people will stop showing up. Wilkes is easier. Yeah, someone was trying to say, uh, because I threw up a response in the NASCAR thread on Reddit. I was like, you know, it sucks for the families and stuff. They're like, well, you're going to have three weeks at home. And I looked at the schedule. I'm like, where am I going to have three weeks at home? We raced Darlington. Then we raced raced Darlington, Charlotte, and then North Wilkesboro. Like, yeah, I'm going to sleep in my bed most nights, but I'm not going to be home. You know? Yeah. I'm going to be at the racetrack. Like, yeah, it's cool sleeping in my bed, but I still don't have the same amount of time at home. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, well, I guess this is an Xfinity schedule or a truck schedule. So it didn't really apply to y'all in the Cup Series, but there's times where you get up, go to the airport, go race, get on a plane, fly back, and you're in your own bed again. I mean, there's people, there's plenty of people at Kansas that did that in the truck series. Like they like, yeah, I didn't even pack a bag. I just put my backpack. Yeah. I mean, there are certain instances. Which is where so that nice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I will never get to experience that. There are race day flights, but I don't ever get to get on them. Dude, there was one weekend. This was last year when I ran the truck at Kansas. And I don't know if it's just, a, I got put on a weird flight. But I left Statesville at four, got there around six, raced at eight, and was back on the plane at home. Like, I was barely even gone. Like, whenever I got the trucks through tech, like, 
couple, like maybe an hour, put my fire suit on, go out and race and then come home. The weirdest thing ever. That sounds really nice. It was really nice, but like, I feel like I don't like doing that. Like I don't like, I don't know. I guess I, the people on the team, like it just feels unfair for them. I mean, I know that's their job and maybe it's cause I've always like worked on the cars and stuff too, but like, I feel bad doing that. Even this weekend at Kansas, like I helped push the truck through tech, got it through tech, helped push the Xfinity car through tech as long as I could until I had to put my fire suit on to go out for practice in the truck. But some people know. are just built different. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Xfinity car is different because it's like, I'm like, as far as working on the car, I'm kind of a, an, an integral part of the team in that aspect where like, if I got something goofy on the car and I'm going to have to explain it to the official, uh, I have to be there because like Wayne might not even know it's there. So that's just different team dynamics right there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really all it is is what it comes down to, but yeah. What, what else happened this week? Anything else exciting? Oh yeah. Kyle Bush to RCR. Oh yeah. That's kind of, that was kind of crazy. It didn't really, it, I mean, take it back. I was expecting that because that was the rumor, but I wasn't expecting that rumor. <laughs> that was kind of a, a crazy deal. I mean, KBM can go to all Chevy. Losing all of its drivers. Chevy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Joe Gibbs has got some spots open in the Xfinity series. So, but uh, the level of pettiness by Richard Childress when it, when it comes to uh, Tyler Reddick is just amazing. It is kind of funny. I feel bad it for Reddick. I mean, yeah, because they were one of the specific questions was uh, to Kyle, and then it was to Richard talking about how he's going to get Randall Burnett as a crew chief. And the reporter's like, Do you really want to break up Randall Burnett and Tyler Reddick because they've won like two or three, two races this year and they seem to have something good going? He goes, Yeah, or Richard goes, yeah, you know, we want to start getting that continuity and that cohesiveness for our future plans rather than our current plans. I was like, that's such a yeah. dig. Well, I mean, that's, that's true, though. I mean, I don't I don't I don't blame him for that, really. Uh, I mean, I figure worse comes to worst. Tyler Reddick's a Toyota guy now. He just goes and gets in a Gibbs Xfinity car and wins a third Xfinity championship. That'd be wild. Yeah, I know. Also, uh, Richard just casually throwing out a contract for Brexton Bush was so lame. That was one of the, the lamest things you can do. Oh, here, here's a here's a contract for Brexton. Ooh. It's just a classic like grandpa move. I mean, he he's he's the grandpa. That's what he's got to do. Like. I mean, it was a baller. I mean, move. I mean, it was it was literally the the, the funniest, like it's a true grandpa move, like a grandparent move. It was like, here's a hundred bucks, here's a hundred bucks, sonny boy. I mean, the baller move was like, hold my watch, dude. You drive that was kind, that was kind of funny. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I didn't get you a signing bonus, but here, hold this watch, which was probably a hundred thousand dollar watch. You think? What was it? Was it a Roly? Yeah, it was Roly. iced out Roly. All diamonds. All diamonds. Yeah. That thing should be on Quavo, not Kyle Bush. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, KBM now being a, a Chevy team. I could easily see that being another avenue for the D for D program, trying to give them another ladder. So yeah, Raja, Nick Sanchez, whoever they got coming up, probably. Yeah, you know what else I was thinking. Keep going. I was going to say probably still a two truck team, one paid driver who's got some talent and then one D for D spot. That's just I my think, prediction. Uh, I think now that it's a Chevrolet team, I mean, who's to say Chase Elliott doesn't get an all-star truck or William Byron goes back to KBM, gets an all-star truck. You know what I mean? I'm I sure mean, there's I guys, Eric Jones, you go get an all-star. I mean, it's a Chevrolet and 
I guess Childress or Petty GMS is like kind of a Childress affiliate too. So like, do you, do you see RCR returning to be an elite top tier team? I think the, I, I think the eight car is right now. Well, the eight car runs up front every week. Right. Like right now they're like a mid tier kind of on the cusp. I mean, they're both cars are in the playoffs. You can say what you want about Daytona, but yeah, both cars are in the playoffs, dude. Like, I mean, that's, that's pretty respectable. There's not a lot of teams. They can say that all their cars are in the playoffs. I mean, not, not even Gibbs has all their cars in the playoffs. True. Where does this leave Gibbs now? Where does this leave Toyota? Toyota has no banner team in the truck series anymore. Thor Sport. Thor Sport's not going to be their banner team. Who is? That's the, that's the question. I'm, It'll I'm, be Thor Sport. I mean, who, no one's going to switch to Toyota. Yeah, but Thor Sport seems to have their driver lineup kind of set for next year. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess you're right. There really is. I mean, I mean unless you're just like downsizing, it's kind of unless you're kicking out as, as far as Chevrolet's, unless you're kicking out Ekis, so that opens up one spot. But I mean, who are they going to put in there, anyways? John Hunter, Corey Heim. Mm-hmm. Like, where's Corey I, Heim going to go? I see John Hunter racing Xfinity next year in the 18. I don't know if it's the 18, maybe it's the 26. I think the more likely scenario is the 26. Yeah, I mean, because they're like friends and stuff, and I mean, we don't know this by any means, but no, this is all speculation. Seems like a what we that see in the seems garage. like a likely like a likely chance that that could happen, but we don't know that. So, uh, you think uh, you think TRD kind of starts their own factory truck team? Because that would set a precedent. Who, though, I think you got to convince TRD racing, and it's just trucks. See, I think you have to go after a, a, an established team in the truck series right now. Does DGR, like does DGR go back to Toyota as the Toyota team? No. You don't David think so? Dillon's son drives a Ford. So? And that's like the same team. I don't know. Money talks, bullshit walks, dude. No, because I, I mean, I've thought about this too, like, there's too many teams that are what about nice? ingrained into Chevrolet. And I don't think nice, like nice is so tight with Chevrolet. I don't think they would do it. And GMS, Petty GMS, obviously not switching. Not switching. Who else is left to be like, like a, big team, a bigger team? I mean, there's DGR, Nice, GMS. GMS, I heard, is going down to one truck next year. I I I could see that. So I mean, what's I, left? I don't know. I mean, McAnally, but they just switched to Chevrolet. They just, I mean, unless you, now your banner team is uh, Hatori. Hatori might run. Maybe they run. I mean, they're already running two this year. They you think they would go to three or four. I I mean, I've, at one I point, drive by Hattori their building, was, and it's not big enough for four trucks. No, it's hardly big enough for two plus an arc of car that goes sometimes. Uh, like, but I mean, Hattori has won a championship. So I could see that maybe, like maybe they bring out a third or maybe they just step up their program and what they got right now. I don't know. It's definitely interesting to talk about. Yeah. Be a, it'd be that, an interesting bigger thing. That to me is the, the biggest thing, thing right now with the Kyle Busch news. Like, I mean, obviously Kyle Busch is going to get a ride, but the fact that it's a Chevrolet and his truck team switching to Chevrolet, like where does that leave Toyota in the truck program? Because like you said, I mean, KBM was the Toyota truck team. It was like, literally funded that might by as well Toyota. Have been TRD. That might as well have just been Toyota Race Development Truck Series team. Yeah, I mean, so, I... I don't know if we see another like a team come out of the woodworks to come run that program or I don't hot know. take. I mean, Maybe Venerini steps up and they run a truck team. I don't see that. I, I don't see that happening, but there's the Toyota connection there. Yeah. No, it's an it interesting, is, uh, 
Venerini's fully happy to run Arca and Arca only. So yeah, it's not called the Venerini Arca series for nothing. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's a, uh, that, like I said, that, that to me is like the, the big, like that is obviously the, the question of where Kyle's going is answered, but it leaves a lot more questions to be answered, I guess. In the, in <laughs> nice. The, nice. Yeah. I, really, I could not think of a, a metaphor or a really crush that uh, one. There are que- cap off, we had so. questions answered and now we have, we have more other questions. questions. Crushed it. Yeah. More serious, more, relevant news oh, I'll, to tell you what, I'll give you i'll give you an analogy it's like when you you fill out all your information you're ordering something online and then it asks you to choose which photos have stoplights in them now you gotta now you gotta figure out where the stoplights are and are you a robot no something strikes me that you failed a couple of those things i have a bunch of times dude like there's always like find the pictures with stoplights and then i click all of them and then it's like incorrect. I'm like, what the hell? Like I must've been one hidden somewhere. Now I really pay attention to those because I'm not trying to do it twice. So some more uh, silly season news today. Just dropped that Brandon Jones going to the nine car. Yeah. So Gibbs loses again because not only was Brandon Jones a, a somewhat decent race car driver, he was probably funding half of Ty Gibbs's ride this year. I don't know about all that, but I mean, I agree with you. Like, I mean, that's the Menards deal is big. So, I mean, he is a pay driver. He's a pay driver. I don't know that that's that fluorescent orange nine car is going to be tight though. I mean, I'm kind of pumped to see these paint schemes. Uh, fluorescent orange, fluorescent yellow. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's another thing too. Is like, I feel like every single Gibbs Xfinity seats open. You calling? Yeah, maybe we need to go. Maybe we should go talk to him. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk to him this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just pretend you didn't hear that, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start rumors. Uh, We're going to start the rumor Bailey Curry to the 19 car. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's good too. I mean, I, I think he'll be good at JRM. I mean, because he has, I mean, people forget he straight up outranked Kyle Bush one weekend at Phoenix. And Kyle Bush was in a Gibbs car. Right. Caught him I mean, past him. He's, he's good for one to two wins a year. Yeah. And there's didn't nothing wrong with that. He won New Hampshire or something this year, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's won already this year. Yeah. I think he's an instant title contender. In the nine car? In the nine car. Yeah, dude, because they got their stuff figured out. Like, that car's good. <laughs> so, good. the real question then becomes, does... Gibbs downsized to two cars. I don't know. I mean, I think they can find people to fill those seats. If I'm being honest, maybe, I don't know. I mean, who are your top the, people that you're, you're thinking off the top of your head? Sammy Smith afford, won one, obviously, obviously that can Sammy afford goes in one. that can afford $5 million of sponsorship money. Probably more than that, but yeah. Sammy I mean, Smith I'm, goes in one. Uh, I mean, you think Drew Dollar goes full time Xfinity racing? I heard he retired. That could be. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he retired. I Uh, bet you Corey Heim makes a couple spot starts here and there. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, who else was I thinking? Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith. I hear he's shopping. I don't know, dude. It's a. I heard he was uh, up at uh, College. Knocking on the doors. I hear Hemrick's out at the end of the year. Really? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I I don't know all those rumors. I'm down in Gaffney, so uh I'm far away from everything. I don't I don't hear any of these rumors. I just uh work on that four car. And sometimes like these are these are rumors. These yeah. are not confirmed. These, this is stuff I've heard. Dude, we're, there's gonna be, the gonna be like Twitter posts like Wheelman or Wheelman of Genius says this. And then, yeah, might as well. I'm going to have people coming at me at the race. Like, who, why are you talking about my business? I don't know, dude. Well, to be clear, you're not talking about clickbait, baby. I am. Yeah. So, so yeah, what, I don't do, know. what do you do to get ready for a Bristol weekend? Like it's because it seems like it's chaos, 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 super long green flag run. And then chaos, chaos, chaos. 
pretty much like any any Xfinity race this season. You don't do anything different. You go out and race. I mean, that's. I'm not a big. Uh, I've realized this compared to other people, as far as like, and maybe I should do more. I'm not huge on the uh, overdoing the preparation. I feel like if I just go do it, like if I have an opportunity to get in a, a Chevrolet simulator or like a, a like a factory simulator, yes, I mean obviously like that helps. That helps a lot. I racing can kind of pull you into some bad habits, I think, because it's not the exact same. If you get it dialed on there, you're not going to be right at the racetrack. And then you're like trying to do that and it just doesn't work. Um, it is still very close, but those subtle differences can get you in trouble. Uh, but yeah, like I, if I overthink a race, like if I overdo like the preparation, I'm like psyching myself out. Like I need to watch this many races. I need to watch it. 2018, 2019, 2020 race at, at this racetrack. Spend six hours on iRacing. I usually just psych myself out. And then I'm like, even worse than I would have been if I just went there, went off what I feel like is right, just instincts and go do it. I mean, it is a different type of race as far as how you race other people, how you pass and things like that. But you just have to know those things. Like, you have to know, like, okay, like, I'm not going there to pack air on someone's left rear. I'm not going there to side draft, but I am going there. I might have to knock someone out of the way. I might have to use a little door, but. Is it a, would you consider, would you consider Bristol like a rhythm racetrack? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, when you're by yourself, yeah. When you're racing the hell out of someone, it's like anything, but it's all like when you're racing against someone, I feel like, the driving becomes purely reactional. Like you're just doing something because they did something or you go off in the corner, your car does this. So you got to do this to make it work and try to pass them still. Like it's, it becomes pure reaction to like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to do this. So it, it knocks you out your rhythm, but then you're by yourself again. And then yeah, it's rhythm racetrack. You want to hit the same spot especially with the PJ one trying to find the, where the good PJ one is, how to run the PJ one, when it's time to get out of the PJ one to go run the wall. Uh, yeah. So I guess you say it's rhythm. It's definitely rhythm because you just, it's such a short racetrack. Like you're never not doing something usually like by the time you catch your breath from one corner, you're, in the center of three and four. So I think yeah. one of the trickiest things, one of the trickiest things about Bristol is the pit road. Yeah. Sorry. My dog is trying to bury something on top of our couch. Oh, I got I'm, you. I'm very confused on what's going on out there. I see. I see. So why don't you talk about pit road for a second? Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things we went over in uh, our meeting with niece is like I have one set of lights for the straightaways and then I have another set of lights for the corners, the entry to pit road, the exit of pit road, because with the corners there, it kind of, it makes it harder to track your pit road speed. So I'm all greens on the straightaway, all red through the corners, unless I'm on the inside, then I got to run all greens. Then I got to slow down again before the timing line getting onto the uh, front stretch pit road. And I have different marks on the tack, like, okay, like it needs to be here. Like I have a needle position for all greens. I have a needle position for all red. So I can like kind of know when I'm getting close, where it's like what it's going to come down to. And then I have the lights. So all, like I said, all green, then all red. Uh, could probably push all green down the straightaway, maybe, maybe flash a red, but probably won't do that because if you have to get a pit road penalty at Bristol, it's kind of devastating. You're done. Yeah, it's just, it's so hard to get it's track. It's probably what, four laps under green? Under green for sure. But I mean, even, even under caution, the, the track position there, like it's so short, you have to be rolling through traffic to not like get stuck back there and get lapped. Yeah. Because the leaders are just clean, clean air, clean racetrack. They're rolling. I mean, they're going just as fast. Like they're three tenths off qualifying speed or a little bit more than that, maybe half second off qualifying speed. So they're coming. 
Are you expecting a lot of tire fall off? No, I mean, Bristol doesn't really ever. I don't know. Bristol has never been that way to me. Like at least maybe a little bit, whenever I had that really good run at Bristol and I was running 12th or whatever and the truck arm broke, there was decent fall off. I'd say it's more the PJ one fall off. Right. PJ one starts working and not working in different spots. It was uh it was nice to see a familiar name on the entry list for owners wise that hasn't been at the track this year and back half of last year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Brandon Poole can get that number 52 Jimmy Means car. In yeah, the show. I saw that too. No, that's definitely interesting. How about Walter Brewing sponsoring Harmon's car with Dawson Cram? I thought that was kind of cool too. That's wild because I tried to get them as a sponsor for you. Really? And they said no. They well, legit talked. That was that was like kind of early. So yeah. It's weird. So there's a lot of deals where it's like they're either very last minute. So odds are that was probably not a lot of money. Or you try to set them up for big money and then they just say no. It is what it is. What it is. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. Like the sponsor chase never, never ends. Yeah. Never ends. And it's always, there's never anything you expect. Kind of have to expect the unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen. That's the way she goes. You got to entertain everything too. I learned that. I mean, I've, I've had people just Facebook message me like, Hey, what's like, what's going on? Like, like see you in the NASCAR stuff and then it turns into something. So it's absolutely, uh, it's crazy how that stuff works. Yeah. I heard, I heard one time, maybe one of David Reagan's sponsors back in the day, like was just a guy that was walking around the garage. David started talking to him and then he was on the car the next month. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's why you always treat everyone on pit road with respect. Exactly. Straight up. Like, cause you never know who you're talking to. mm -hmm. You really don't. There's always so many people and, I don't know. Speaking of pit road and people and everything else, are you looking forward to the Nelly concert at the Roval? I mean, I won't be attending it. No, I might just go. I might just use my hard card and just walk in and go to the Nelly concert and then just leave. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Go come home and watch the race on TV. I mean, you'll be traffic. I know. Yeah. Show up. It's getting hot and hurt. I, I didn't. I, I didn't think you were a Nelly guy. Oh, Nelly dude. seemed Nelly seemed like he was about a, a half step before your time. When I was like seven, I don't remember who had the CD. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like seven. I don't know who had the CD, but he had that. They had that one with the "It's Getting Hot in Her." Uh, e i e i e i uh oh, dude, Nelly's got some bangers. I could tell you this. I'm far more excited for the Nelly concert than I am the Daughtry concert at TMS. I mean, TMS is just crushing it these days. I know. I, I always say like the, the, and the L's continue for Texas. Oh, Speedway. Hey, Hey, down to one date. Um, circling back to a conversation we had last week. I, there was a Whataburger that was close to my hotel and I got some pre-race in Kansas. In Kansas. That's right. I saw a Whataburger ad at the Royals game. So I got some. Now I did drive 15 minutes to the, like I got it and then drove 15 minutes to the racetrack. But at the end of the day, I got the spicy ketchup. Like you said, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was barely average to me. That's because you let it sit in the bag for 15 minutes. Yeah. I knew the excuses were coming. You made the excuse for me. You even right. you preface the situation by telling me. I'm so granted, granted, I you and I, you track. and I are going to have to do a video when we go to Texas. We're going to have to sit in the parking lot. We're going to sit on the dividers between Whataburger and In-N-Out. We will sit right there. Food will be warm. We will sit in the car and we will both enjoy one of each. We're going to trade off. Are we going to 
past no, burgers. Like, you are going to go to Whataburger and get two of whatever you like, and I will go to In-N-Out. I will get two of whatever I like. We will eat one from our favorite place and then eat one from the We're other We're going to go double burgers? We're gonna... Well, I mean, you can cut it in half and only eat half of one and half of the other. Maybe we'll do that. Well, I can tell you this. I'm going to get a full burger from Whataburger because I might take one bite out of the in and out and tell you it sucks. Throw it on the ground, stomp it out, and then enjoy my Whataburger. Don't just, even think about giving me a fry from that place. That's just, so, uh, we, can't, we can't have this debate again, but we should make that video. That'd be good content. But if you're not even going to take it seriously from like a food perspective, then there's no point in doing it. I mean, we can do it. I can just tell you, I already know the results. I know what's going to happen. I know that the water burger is going to be so good and the in and outs going to suck. I'm kind of bummed that we're going to Texas this early in the fall. It's going to still be hotter than hell there. I was looking at the weather and I was like, damn, 95, 97, 95. <laughs> Normally, when we go there in November, it's nice, nice, uh, brisk, brisk Fort Worth afternoon. It's nice. Yeah, one of the recent times I got to stay all the way to Wednesday. Yeah, and I bet that really sucked with the weather because it probably was cold. But that's like, that was my, like, that was always one of the best weather races was the November race at TMS because it doesn't get super cold in November. They're not November, but like end of October. It doesn't get super cold, but just cold enough cold enough at night where you're in the campground you can have a nice fire going yeah can you hear my dog she is i just, just... heard i heard the door open that's or was her. That her like crying or making a noise yeah she's just all about it right now 10-4 but uh yeah, that's going to Bristol this weekend. Should be a good week, I think. So we're going to try to park them both on the roof over there and uh, get me a sword. Try if to. you if you win, are you in the playoffs in Xfinity? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean theoretically, you got to be top thirty in hundred points. I would I mean two points would get me top thirty in hundred points. So yeah, you just never know. Everybody, like the know. two people, the two people that I would need to beat finish second, and third, so I don't pass them in order points. That'd be wild. <laughs> that would be the most ridiculous thing in the world. I'd be so bummed. The most bummed. Would you though? Because happened. you'd won the race. I'd be pumped on that, but like, still, like, I mean, imagine the four car and the fifty-one car in the playoffs. It'd be pretty I, good. It'd be sick. Imagine the people it would knock out. <laughs> I think at this point it's only Landing Castle. Maybe I think. Well, I think Sheldon Creed. I don't think is in the playoffs either. But he's also not above the cutoff line right now. Yeah, I guess so. It wouldn't knock him out. It would, he would just be further out. Yeah, the two guys on the outside. I think Sieg is nineteen points out, and Sheldon is thirty-two points out. Really. Sieg's ahead of the two car. Yeah. Wow. Did not know that. But yeah, no, like I said, I'm gonna try to park them both on the roof. If I win, I don't know if I can do the burnout up the up the ramp. I don't know how you do that. But I'm probably gonna try run off the side into the tunnel. Might as well. Yeah, that'd be hilarious for me. Also, shout out to longtime supporter. John Garrett for getting top 10 in the ARCA race. Absolutely. If we were still alive, you'd see the Fort Worth screen printing uh, logo behind me. So yeah, well, We were, we were live, but the camera weren't, wasn't on. Oh, okay. Well, then why the hell? What is this, know. Howard Stern Radio? <laughs> Which is the radio show? Tune in to XM69 to listen to Bailey and Matt babble for an hour. Nice. That'd be sick if we had a radio show. That'd be honestly way cooler than a podcast, but it'd probably get less. There's probably less potential for a radio show than a podcast at this point in America. I mean, if you think I'm checked out now, if we had to do this four or five days a week, I would. That would be. That'd be sick, dude. Go to like a real radio studio. No, we only do it Zoom. 
I'd sit here no, for we, we, no. four hours a day doing a no, Zoom we go radio to a, show. Go to a, go to a studio. We should get we should hit up XM uh, NASCAR ninety. Yeah, see if we can get a segment. See if we can get a little hour segment. Wheelman of genius, and we can just talk shit the whole time. Take no calls. <laughs> we could take calls. That actually be even better. We could take calls and just kind of BS with them. Oh Damn. man, maybe we should facilitate that. That's all you. I'll let you know. I'll call right. tomorrow. 10 4. I mean, next time I do an XM interview, I'm like, I'm like, who do I got to talk to up there about getting a damn radio show? Me and my buddy Matt on our podcast think we're, yeah, we're ready we get, for the. We ready get tens of time. downloads. We get tens we're, of downloads. We're ready for the big time. Y'all, y'all give our podcast a listen and we're going to move on up to the big leagues <laughs> of XM radio. Yeah. That will be, we'd actually have to like prepare shows and stuff. <laughs> That's the that's the beauty of our podcast is we just go right off the hip. Yeah. Hardly out of the holster. I am looking at our downloads from the last couple episodes. Don't talk about that. What are you doing? And We're still recording. And Shut up. Tons. Yeah, exactly. There's so many. You just all, love the downplay us. All 10 of those people that downloaded our podcast are super You're looking happy at the it. wrong site, dude. You're looking at the <laughs> wrong one because the one I look at has like way more than that. Well, that's just, just great communication on our part then because I don't have access to that site. I'll send it to you. I don't All know right. what you're going to look at. You're just going to be like, this still isn't enough. What are we it's, doing this podcast for anymore? It's never enough. Yeah, I know. Oh, we can talk about this. Uh, Y'all, if y'all are listening and y'all aren't following the social media handles, Matt has taken the liberty of starting an Instagram and a Twitter for Wheelman of Genius. It actually missed some pretty good content on there. It was a pretty good uh, ass P picture for me at Candace Hall. Got on the, the ass P picture. We went over to good, the. Yeah, good video on the, the Arca Garage on Twitter I saw. Love it. It's good stuff. It is good. I mean, it's, it's the stuff you don't see that we're putting out there for people. And honestly, like if we just posted goofy stuff on the Instagram, that might be the move. Maybe we yeah. pop off. We'll yeah, get, we, uh, need, we need to become a meme we'll page. A, we'll get a Tivana uh, Instagram deal. <laughs> That's what it's all about. We're trying to just make money. Yeah, we'll get that meme page. I used to have a meme page. I'm not going to tell you all the username. I'll tell Matt after the podcast is over, but I'm not telling anybody else the, the username because it was grade a memes i think i remember it but i'm not i'm not too sure yeah so we'll leave it at that uh let the the mystery meme page kind of allure you oh one one more thing so i'm gonna tell our listeners this my beef with you every single week so i have what i consider a family at home i got stuff going on and at the beginning of this podcast I was like, you know, like, I don't, there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I don't know if I can do it this day. And Bailey, like, come on, man, we got to do it right now. We got to do it this day right now. Come on. Think of the podcast. Think of the podcast. So sometimes I'd do it. Sometimes I wouldn't. Now I shoot a text yesterday. I'm like, Hey man, when are we going to do the podcast tonight? We can do it tomorrow. What's you, what's you got? He goes, man, I can't do it tonight. I got some personal stuff going on. I said, but it's the podcast. We need to do it tonight. He was ripping on me. Like, and he kept texting. I'm like, Matt, I get it. Like, I know what you're saying. I get it. He's like, no, but it's got to go up like this time. And I'm like, Matt, I get, I understand what you're saying right now. I understand. Maybe I'm a little pushy because I want our podcast to be successful. Yeah. So when I, this was a time time sensitive issue. Oh, he's getting flustered. He's he's got the voice cracks and everything. I was free today. The person was leaving this morning. Does so, the person listen to the podcast? Uh, no, I don't think he does. Oh, that's probably wise. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Especially now that you brought all this up. So I was just giving him hell because he likes to say that I don't prioritize the podcast, that I'm not a good podcast co-host because I, I, I can't, know my, I can't tripping. bend, you are, I you can't are, bend the knee to his schedule. 
you are but when i when i ask to do something and when he's got stuff going on it just i just can't facilitate you every time though i facilitate every single time after after you send me like i gotta care about the podcast come on man like no i I, look 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 look. whenever you want to move it i'm fine when you're trying to cancel it and like yeah not doing not doing a pod this week i'm like what the hell? Like, we'll just make it work. We can make that's it why work. The Zo- that's why the Zoom podcast it. has been so nice. Yeah, but the, they told me not to talk about the audio sucking, so I won't. And it's better now because I use my AirPods. Because my mic, my sweet-ass mic system that I bought through it in person won't work on Zoom. I can't use it, all the all the, the mic and the soundboard and everything else. Sucks to so. suck. My mic works very well. Well, yeah, because you bought it Zoom, Zoom ready, like it's a Zoom mic, Twitch mic, with your Xbox mic on your head, just with the mic tucked yep. up there. Yep, he's, du- he's double it. mic'd up on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, For all the Call yeah. of Duty I'm playing. Yeah, you're more of a Fortnite guy, huh? I love the fork knife. Yeah. All right. That does it. I'm done. Uh, I gotta pack my bags. I'm leaving for Bristol in the morning. Pack your bags. You're gonna be there overnight. No, because I'm staying. I'm oh, racing yeah, Thursday right. yeah. and Friday. And Sorry. Friday. Sorry, you're racing two days. So theoretically, I'm staying Saturday because I have some alcohol stuff on Saturday, and then I'm going somewhere on Sunday. So how you like them apples? Okay. Hey, wow! You proved me wrong. I'm sorry. I, I've been gone so much lately. I just realized this. I left Wednesday to go to Kansas. Got back Sunday. Earliest flight of my life Sunday, by the way. I had to get up at 3.30. I actually had to leave the hotel at 3.30 in the morning. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm going to be gone all weekend again, leaving Thursday. And then when I get back Monday, I'll be here Monday, Tuesday, flying out to Texas again on Wednesday, flying back on Sunday big travel guy right now living Please, out of suitcase. are you are you saving your your frequent flyer miles no should be it should be well we, we fly on different airlines every time so it doesn't really matter and the commercial flights aren't normally a thing so you find spirit spirit to texas no i flew delta or i flew continental we're not continental continental, continental. Not around anymore united yeah, United, United, United. There you go. And I think I'm flying Delta to Texas. That's a classy one. Yeah, Delta's nice, dude. AA is the American Airlines is like, I feel like the t- tip top tier. No, Delta, as, Delta is 100% far. You think Delta's here. better? You think Delta's better than American? Delta has the TVs that you can watch. American Airlines is like, yeah, we got you a seat. AA, go, go in flight that'll be thirty dollars for wi-fi for this two-hour flight yeah and i buy it every time terrible idea yeah what if what if what if kyle bush signs the rcr and i'm on the plane and i can't get on twitter he already did that what if some other bombshell drops oh because the whole world is waiting to hear what bailey curry's reaction is yeah you checking the patchiness of your beard yeah i am dude i got to Shave. That's nothing. I gotta pack my bag and I gotta shave tonight. I gotta oh shave my, my neck beard off. So two I have to things. Beard. He has to do two things tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> yeah, I know. And I gotta watch a new Game of Thrones. I haven't watched a new one yet. Or House of the Dragon. I just started watching Game of Thrones. The OG. Like the the regular show. Yes. Yeah. How far? I, I just finished and, season one. So you yo. So you're far enough to get sucked in already. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal, dude. Wait, wait for the, the long night episode or the Battle of the Bastards episode. Two fire episodes. And the long night episode, I won't say what happened, but it, there was one point where I jumped off my couch and was shouting because I was so pumped. I was living uh, at this apartment complex near UNCC at the time, and my window was open, and there was people at the pool, and they thought I was getting robbed or something. They're like, are you okay up there? I'm like, yeah, and then like, I told them what happened, and they had no idea what I was talking about. Probably like a huge nerd. You but. sound like a huge nerd. 
it was a sick sequence of events that happens, and you'll see it when you get to season seven, episode three. And four. Well, that's going to do it for us here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Matt hit me in the, in the chat. Like, we got to just let's stop, let's stop, let's stop. Yeah. So follow us. Have we even hit an hour? Oh, yeah, we have. I'm sure. We're, I don't. I don't know what your obsession is with this whole one hour it's thing. The podcast standard, Matt. I don't. You got to go an hour. It. The only people that can get away with not going an hour are the people on Anus, the Anus Pod, a new untold story. They can get away with going for less than an hour because they are far funnier than us. But they don't talk about anything. We so follow us on twitch we're gonna start twitching live twitch twitter instagram all at wheelman of genius Mm -hmm. follow follow bailey on all of his social channels follow matt on all his man get him get him popping get him verified on twitter dude i don't want that as a radio personality for when we get that serious xm 90 show so thanks everyone for stopping by this i guess has been wheelman of genius yeah We'll, we'll talk to y'all next week Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.